Escaping Denver, Batch 2, Episode 8, The Craft. Right. When we left off, Noah had opened the box to find that the weapon they were looking for was actually a person. Not just any person. It was Andreas from Batch 1. Exactly that. Andreas, the one who should be dead. Switch to coffee. It's late and all, but I want to keep my wits about me. Plus, something about drinking beer alone with a crow cawing at the windowpane feels a little, I don't know, Edgar Allan Poe for me. hot. Sarah said they have a short window in which to get out of the cavern, but of course now they have to deal with Andreas. And while I'm happy Andreas is back, I don't think it hurts him to have a bit of a cool down inside the box. He came out a little too hot, so maybe they just leave him there a minute. They have to think, using the numbers on the receipt to open the hatch, finding each other after separating a few times, and now they have to trust that nobody will stop Palmer's SUV to ask him questions? It's too much such a gamble. I know they don't have a world of options, but it feels like they're rushing into this because of the deadline. When you rush, mistakes are made. And we don't know how many more mistakes Noah's body can take. Even healing has to have its limits. Right? Then what the hell is he doing in the box? I don't know. I left him dead. I checked. And I know. I never would have abandoned him if I knew he could survive. I believe you, Sarah. You've, you've, you've shown what you're willing to do to keep me alive, and I know you would have done the same for another friend, but it doesn't change my question. How the hell did he end up in this box? The Collective. So, what, they, they, they fix him up and ship him back out? Like a, a refurbished model? Maybe. But then why attack me when he woke up? Well, he doesn't know you. And maybe he thought you were one of them. Maybe they wiped his brain and he doesn't know who he is. He responded when you said his name. Think, is there a chance he'd been in on it the whole time? No. It wouldn't make sense. I saw him shoot. I saw him kill. Plus, he left that whole story. Yeah, conveniently. I mean, it's a bit of a stretch for Andre to be such an incredible actor to go through all that. Any more of a stretch than Bigfoot? No. Let's start there and assume that Andre is one of them. What next? Well, he's locked in the box, so we can put him on the back burner for a moment. Doesn't feel like another opportunity to interrogate someone? I don't think I have another one of those in me, to be honest. Nor do I think I'm equipped to do that with Andre. I mean, if, if he really is with the Collective, he's tricked me before. I wouldn't be able to trust what he says. Yeah, it's not your fault that you believed him. He saved you. He took out a corridor of soldiers and, and even opened other cells. I mean, he seemed legit. You know, when I think back, maybe it was all just a show. I mean, I never saw anyone come out of those cells. It was too chaotic. Plus, he seemed to know where he was taking us. How could I be so stupid? You're not stupid. It's near impossible to discern what's real or not down here. I'm still expecting to wake up from all this, but I don't think that's going to happen. 
You're real though, right? <laughs> well, I'd be pretty dedicated to my role to lose my hand for it. True. Sorry, I'm just... Shook? Yeah. That's all right. You have every reason to be. We'll get them back. We're, we're going to get out of here and dismantle the collective. We're, we're going to give them tenfold of what they gave us. I can't say for certain why they chose us for this, but I know they chose wrong. We're fighters. Survivors not satisfied to be the victims of their science. But that all starts with us getting out. So, what's the plan? Okay. Let's head back to the ramp and roll the dice on them letting Palmer through. Then what? We'll handle that when we get to it. Deal. I'm lying down in the back seat in case they can see silhouettes. You're gonna have to be quiet when we go through the gate. I will be. You have your gun ready? Yes, but let's not aim to use them. Prepare for the worst, hope for the best. He will not let up. Would you? Probably. Buried alive is one of those deep-rooted fears. I'd panic and pass out if I was locked in there. I don't know if you would. This experience has put a lot in context for me. There's not much on the surface that could scare me anymore. I hope you're right. There's heaps on the surface that used to scare me. Walking past alleys at night, spiders, even groups of teens. Well, groups of teens will always be scary. Right? I mean... Shh. They're flashing their lights at us. In a bad way. What the hell's a bad way? I think they want us to pull over. Don't pull over. Just open the gate and go. Well, there's no garage clicker thing in the truck. We need them to open it. Oh, fuck. They're approaching. How many? Shh. Three. What do I do? Get ready to punch it. Open the gate. But, sir. Did I stutter? I can't believe it worked again. <laughs> I know. J -j Just drive nice and steady. Wait, stop the SUV. What do I do? Punch it. Are you sure? No, but. Sorry about that, sir. Got a giant centipede trying to take along. Uh. Uh. Gross. Gross? Wouldn't say. Yes, sir. Uh, very gross. Drive before I say something else. Don't have to tell me twice. Easy. Almost there. Good job. Hmm. Definitely cleaner than the last time I had to drive through a barrier. Helps when you're not being chased. Yeah. The drive was much nicer this time around. I told you. I know. You told me. I told you the ramp was insane. I've never seen anything like it. I mean, you might have thought I was exaggerating, but... No, I believed you. Always do. We, we even drove past the exit you took last time. It looked like a bomb went off. Like I said, much cleaner this time around. So, update. Neither of us could remember how many floors we were supposed to go up, but because there aren't signs or whatever, we just drove to the top. There were some big exits along the way, but we figured the higher up, the closer to the surface. 
The road narrowed considerably and ended with a fence. So we pushed through the fence and here we are. Let's take it slow. Looks like it's motion sensor lights. How do you hide something like this? Yeah. It's hard to believe we're underground. I can't even see the far end of the tunnel. Tunnel feels like the wrong word. You're right. It feels like an incredibly long hallway. It feels weird to even be driving on it. Now the fence makes a little more sense. There was just the mandor. So we're not even supposed to be driving on it. Perfect. Yeah, that'll help us stay incognito. We should go back. What about these rolling doors we're passing? The doors are big enough to fit us. But we have no idea what's on the other side. Only one way to find out. There's no way she can lift that door on her. Oh, there's a button and she's in. Get over here and help me find the light. Coming. Now bear with me, I am trying to map it all out of my head. So they started in concrete cells, and then went up a floor, and then went back down, and then slid way down to the wild caves. From there, they went down further and further until they reached the biodome cavern, and now they're on their way back to the top, albeit still miles away from where they initially descended. I wish I had something to gauge how high they are comparatively to where they started, but I don't have that. And I can't quite wrap my head around the immensity of this place. I mean, around every corner is exactly what Sarah called it. Impossible architecture. For context, the world's largest underground salt mine is in Canada and is located about 1,800 feet below Lake Huron. Now, this massive mine is two miles long by a mile and a half wide, which sounds an awful lot like the size of the Biodome Cavern. But on top of that, we've seen floor after floor of endless hallways. See, I initially pictured this place like a termite mound, a meshwork of tunnels stacked on top of each other. But now, now I feel like it's one of those giant mushroom systems, you know, where the whole forest is connected by a singular gigantic network of mushroom mycelium. I feel like there's a way that this cave system is connected to others, forming an incredible endless network of caves. We know all about the cave systems in the eastern part of North America and the network of cenotes under Central America, but for some reason, there's nothing about this system on the books. How powerful does the collective have to be to be able to erase its existence from history? Oh, fussing. They don't exactly fit. Just be happy we found you pants at all. I mean, you walking around with your one-legged pants was a bit of a giveaway. Now, what about you? You were walking around more bloody than Carrie at the prom. Well, then I'm equally glad we found clothes for me, too. Did I get all the blood off my face? Yeah, but you still have some in your hair. Mm. Well, pretty good, considering we don't have a shower. If only the clothes didn't stink, too. Are you done whining? They're also itchy. There. Uh, now I'm done. <laughs> Well, we're working our way along the endless corridor, which intersects with other seemingly endless corridors. Ooh, ooh, uh, tell them about the sound stages. <laughs> yes, Noah is convinced that we've seen a bunch of sound stages, like where you film a movie. It's what they were. No, you just need them to be sound stages to reinforce your theory. I mean, what's the difference between a sound stage and an empty warehouse? Fine. Maybe not a, a sound stage, but I, I know what I saw. Noah thinks we passed the set where they filmed the moon landing. 
I said it looked like it could be the set. If it's where they filmed it, I'm like, where's the little spaceship? It was more than 50 years ago. They wouldn't keep the lunar module on the set. But then why would they keep the set? <laughs> Posterity? I don't know. How would you get rid of a section of the moon the size of a basketball court? I wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. Look, I've seen rocket launches, even got to see one in person as a kid. I know we've been to space. I know we've been to space, too. Then why question the moon landing? The same reason we question anything. I was presented with new information. I don't know why they would fake it, but if they did, I'm sure they had their reasons. Maybe just to frighten the Russians. Maybe to inspire the people. Who knows, but I can't unsee that set. It looked like the moon. It could have been a desert. It was the moon. Anyway. <laughs> well, we've passed a lot of these large, vacant spaces, and I would say they're abandoned, but it's clean here. No layer of dust. Somebody cleans down here regularly. Yeah. You'd think our clothes would be from the 60s because of the moon landing stuff, but... No. Just pretty generic... This feels like a trap. Everything feels like a trap. No. We found clothes. Well, I mean, what are the chances that we... We found stale old clothes in a glorified broom closet. I think a trap would be a little more enticing than what we're doing. What about the silence? The place is clean. Like, people clearly work here. Why haven't we run into anyone, seen anyone, heard anyone? I just, I just can't help but feel they're letting us do this right now. Yeah, we're outside the maze. We're on their turf. They are not expecting us to be here. It's like they're trying to distract us. You know, things have been too easy. They should know we're here and be reacting, but still, nothing. I'm sure it's just because of how... What is that? I think it's the other shoe dropping. Get ready. Yeah, any second now, it'll be around that corner. <laughs> well, there's your answer for how clean the place is. They have a fancy industrial-sized robot vacuum. So maybe it is abandoned. Just maintained. I was worried it was something more sinister. Hey, which is totally fair. But not everything is the worst-case scenario we think it is. I just kept thinking that they wanted us away from the truck. Away from the box. But I'm not sure they could even open it without Palmer's hand. Then why wouldn't they have the hand? Because... Oh, Noah. Please tell me you brought along the hand. Of course I didn't bring along the hand. We have to go back. I'm sure it's fine. If they didn't want us to head back to the truck, they'd have done something to stop us. There's our something. Come on! I'm trying! We should block the door. No, that'll give away where we are. Alright, lock it. Now what? Hide? Where? I don't know, anywhere. This room is huge. What is this place? Looks like a fancy mechanic shop. It's a lab. Maybe they build something here. 
Oh, there's not a lot to hide behind. Maybe under? Is there room under that black thing? What the hell is that thing? I don't know, a sculpture? Down here? What else do you make of black stone? Is it even stone? Don't touch it! It's cold. It feels like metal. It feels tingly. What do you mean it feels tingly? Go on, touch it. It, it feels like when your foot falls asleep. Does feel like that. What is this thing? And why would the collective build something this large that just tingles? You're not gonna like my answer. Well, it hasn't stopped you yet. It's not built for the tingles. And I'm not even sure the collective built it. If not them, then who? <sighs> Aliens. <laughs> no. You can't simultaneously believe the moon landing was a hoax and that we've been visited by aliens. Even you have to agree that this looks like a ship. Yeah, but I thought aliens used the whole flying saucer thing. And this, this just looks like a giant black paper aeroplane, but made of tingling material. Why couldn't that be a ship? Well, then where's the door? Well, the metal box didn't have seams or hinges. Yeah, but it had that goose square thing to get in. Well, check. Maybe this has a trackpad or something, too. Look, we don't have time for this. If we can open it, we can maybe hide inside. I'm not hiding in something we can't escape from. We'd be sitting ducks. Uh, you're right. Plus, I can't find anything on it. No, me neither. Huh. What is it? There's a slit in the metal. Where? There. See? Yeah. What's that inside it? It looks like hair gel. I'm sure it's not hair gel. Don't touch it! Too late. Yeah, it's weird. Weirder than the tingle? Much. Yeah, it's, it, it's wet, but it doesn't feel like it's touching me. Huh. It's like the gel is moving away to accommodate my finger. Well, is there a button or anything in there? Not that I can feel. It's deep, though. I think I can fit my whole hand. Holy shit. They opened a spaceship. I mean, I've heard this before, but I still can't get over it. They opened a spaceship. I mean, it's probably not a spaceship. It's probably some top secret fighter jet. But the fact that it's down there in a lab screams that it's being researched on. That they're trying to understand what this black ship does. Unless, of course, they built it in the first place. But still, the technology was similar. The goose square and the gel slit both appear to be biometric readers. One needed Palmer's hand, but why did the ship open for Noah? Wouldn't a ship like this have incredible security features? Unless... Huh. Unless this isn't the first time that Noah's touched the ship. And what about Andreas? They just left him in the truck to go what? Exploring? It's not like them to make bonehead decisions like that, to leave something as important as Andreas unfinished. I need time to digest what we just heard, but thank you to Curious Cast for sticking with us. And feel free to reach out to me at escapingdenverpod at gmail.com or on Instagram at escapingdenver. I'll be back in a couple of weeks for another episode of Escaping Denver.